Slow and steady wins the race. But when slow and steady isn't fast enough, what do we do? Sometimes we can't always go the same pace. Sometimes we need to go a little faster. Sometimes we need to go a little slower. I think the important thing is, is to realize where you are and what your pace is and where you are going. The saying, live fast, die young, or with a love when you when it burns out too quick like a match you strike it it burns and then it's done some things go fast and they end fast some things go slow they last a little longer and that makes sense I mean when you're training strength training you can balance strength and endurance now if you want a lot of strength you're gonna have to sacrifice some endurance because all that muscle mass you're not gonna be able to run miles and miles on end but if you're lean and you sacrifice some of that muscle mass then you can last a little bit longer but you're not gonna have that mass that makes you stronger that makes you stronger so I mean, it's a trade-off. And whether or not something is worth it to you is up to you. I mean, what are you willing to sacrifice? You're always gonna have to be willing to sacrifice something to get what you want. So that means sometimes you're gonna have to go a little faster, work a little harder. Now, ideally, in pursuit of something, you pick a pace that you can sustain. When you're running long distance, you don't choose a sprint pace. When you're running a hundred yard dash, you don't choose a long distance pace. You want to get to the finish line as quick as possible in each scenario. But in the hundred yard dash, you only have to go a hundred yards. So you're going all out. 10 seconds, 12 seconds, however long it takes you, you're done. That's it, it's over. You give it all in that couple of seconds, you're done. So yeah, for 12 seconds, you can go in an all-out sprint. You can drink water after, you can heal after, you do whatever you have to do after. During that 10, 11 seconds, you're going all out. Now, if it's a marathon, you're not gonna be able to do a 100 yard dash sprint pace. You're gonna have to go a little bit slower. You're gonna have to regulate your breathing. Well, in both, you're gonna have to regulate your breathing, but you're really gonna have to focus on your breathing. Maybe um, you pick a different set of shoes, ones that can last a little bit longer, ones that uh, don't dig in as much, ones that have a bit more cushion, maybe just a bit, because the jobs are different. And you can apply this to different things in life. I mean, not everyone's path is the same. Not everything is going to work out the same for each individual. Some people don't choose 100-yard dash jobs. Some people choose lifelong jobs. 
And I think when it comes to life, that is more of a sustainable way of living. You want to pick something that you can ideally do for life. Now, you'll grow and you'll evolve and you'll try out different things and, you know, you'll move around a little bit. But I think we all need to have that overarching idea of what we're going for. Now, how we do it, that's where everything comes in. That's where life comes in. That's where experience comes in. That's where we learn the lessons. That's where we experience joy and sadness and anger and all those all those good things. But what we're getting to usually isn't all that different from where other people are trying to get to. Peace, having wisdom, having lived a full life. Um, people say no regrets. But what does it take to, to get there? I think it takes knowing both sides. Where you want to get is only meaningful because you're no longer where you were. You know, reflect on the past and think, where, where have I been? And how is that affecting where I want to go? And that can affect it in a good way and it can affect it in a bad way if you're not conscious about it. Sometimes we can let our past dictate what our future will be and what our present is currently. We don't want to get stuck in that. That's what we would call a cycle. When we let past events keep dictating where we are. And then from where we are, we look at the past events as a source of, okay, this is what I know, this is comfortable. And instead of moving forward into what I may not know and risking that, um, and risking that discomfort, we just kind of go back to what we know. And sometimes it's, it's a conscious decision and sometimes it's, it's not. It's ingrained in us to avoid pain and destruction. It, it's ingrained in us scientifically. The avoidance of pain, it's called fear. We want to avoid things that are gonna hurt us. But what happens when what we're already in and what we've already experienced has hurt us and what we're in is hurting us? But instead of moving forward towards something closer to what is better for us, that fear of it being even worse than what it is now just keeps us still. We freeze, you know? We fight or flight or freeze because we're scared and then we choose to go back you're gonna have a handful of experiences in life where this pops up you have the choice to move forward into unknown territory unknown outcomes unknown people unknown places unknown thoughts you don't know what you're going to do in that situation. Or known people, known places, known thoughts, known actions. This is exactly what I'm going to go. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm going to go do. I know I'll be safe. And even if it isn't great, I know I'll be alive. 
And that's primal, staying alive. You picking the option that you know you'll stay alive. You'll have enough money to make, you'll have enough food to eat. You will have people there, or maybe you won't have people there. Maybe they won't be the right people, or maybe you do need to be around some more people. Either way, you're alive. And humans can adapt very well. We can get used to our circumstances, and we can accept things very easily. Which is good when you're going through changes, and you're pushing forward, and you're adapting to what's new, and you're overcoming challenges. But when you're adapting to what has happened, when what has happened isn't great, when you're adapting to just stay in the play, stay in the same place and be content, then that's our own instincts and our own biology working against us. It's working for us, it's keeping us safe, but, but now, in a world where we can connect to so many different people, we can get knowledge from many different sources, accurate knowledge. Now you have to, you have to sift through it a little bit to find what's real, but there, it is out there, available on the internet, in stores, on books, audiobooks. There are resources available and there are people available. So if you do let go of everything you had, we live in a society today where you can gain something just as quick as you lost it. You can find something just as quick as you lost it. You can create something as soon as you know that's what you want to create. This hasn't always been a possibility. Well, it has if you had access to the right knowledge and the right people to make what you want a reality. But now, there is that access to everybody. If you have a phone, if you have a computer, if you have a local library, if you have a friend that has some technology, you can go bug them to borrow it. The answers that you need are out there. The specific answers that you have for the specific situation you're in are out there. And if they're not, you can read as much as you can, you can learn as much as you can, you can experience as much as you can, and then you can start to create those answers for yourself. You can start to create those YouTube videos. You can start to create those books. You can create the music that you want to listen to. You can create the friendships that you want. You can create the family that you want. We are made in the image of God. And whether you believe in religion or not, I'm not religious, but I do take it into account when I'm thinking of spiritual matters. Life matters because it's a resource. The Bible, it's a resource. The Quran, it's a resource. It does have knowledge in it. It does have wisdom, whether you want to believe in the religion or not. I think objectively, you can read those pieces of work and gain something from them. Now, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't read them, but I have heard quotes. And the quotes that I hear and the quotes that I come across, they ring true. 
We are made in the image of God. Now, what is God? God creates. And if we're made in the image of God, then why can't we create? Now we can go into the whole thing where we are gods and everything like that, but we'll save that for later. Right now, the idea that we can create is important. We can create. Now, religious context behind all that evolution behind, just the idea that we can create. Let's take that. That's what I want to take from this. We can create. Something that we haven't experienced. If you can think about it, you can create it. And that's why it's important to get as much information as you can. So that even if you don't have the ability to go out and experience every little thing there is to experience, you can read about it and form an idea. You can use your imagination. So whatever it is that you want, if it's not already out there, you can create it. If you don't already have it, you can create it. Now sometimes creating it means making, creating the money to go create it or creating the money to go buy it as a that's also a factor and you can do that but whatever it is it's gonna take a little bit of time it might not take much it might take a lot it depends on what you're trying to create and this is where pace comes in whatever you're trying to create for yourself, you're gonna have to pick a pace. First, you have to have that overarching idea of what you want, how you would like to live. This is the seeking mechanism in humans. Seeking, fear, pain, rage. These are the four basic, basic, ingrained emotional functions that we have, fear, rage, seeking, and pain. Seeking is what keeps us going. It's what brings us joy. We seek warmth, we seek food and shelter, we seek sex, we seek partnership. We can seek anything, but the act of seeking and knowing there is something out there for us to get is the point, it's what drives us forward. Now, once we get it, there's usually something else to go seek for. That's why we pick something so large or so simple that it's something that we can go for for our whole lives. It keeps us going our whole lives. Our whole lives are in service of this one thing we're trying to seek. We're trying to find. So you want to pick something good. <laughs> you want to pick something good. It's not going to be something super easy to get. Because you have a whole life to get it. If you can get it tomorrow, then you're back at square one trying to find something. So don't make it a car. 
I think a car can be a part of the overall thing. Money can be a part of the overall thing. Some friends and some family can be a part of the overall thing. But maybe you pick something like wisdom, something you can gain and something you can find throughout life. Peace, joy here and there. We want these things, and we can spend a lifetime searching for them. But make sure you're searching in the right places. Because if you keep going around in those cycles, you're never going to get what you're looking for. What you're looking for isn't going to be in that circle. You've already gone in that circle. You know it's not there. What is there is safety, relatively, comfort, the knowledge that you will stay alive in this circle. There's a whole life outside of that circle. But break off from it, pick a direction and go in it. Stop going around and around. Find out what that overarching goal is what you're trying to find, what you're trying to get out of life. And then life starts once you take that first step. Instead of making a right, a right, a right, a right, a right, a right into this circle, you take a step forward, you take a step left, or maybe you even stay still for a second and think about where you're going to go before that next trigger triggers you and you react to it and make the same decision you make every time. This time, you clear your head a little bit, and then you fill it with this idea of what you would like, and then you take a chance going in that direction. It's scary, because you don't know if you're gonna have food, you don't know if you're gonna have water, you don't know if you're gonna have income, you don't know if you're gonna have friends, you don't know if you're gonna have family. But you know what you have in that circle. And if all else fails, you can always come back to that circle. Sometimes we have to come back to that circle. Sometimes there was a stone that we didn't flip. And under that stone is the key that we need to, maybe we failed on the second step, maybe that key that we go back to find is what unlocks the third step. But we don't always need to go back to that circle because life will parallel itself. If you haven't learned a lesson, you don't get to move on. You might be in a different place, but you don't get to move on without learning that lesson. So life will put a scenario in front of you where you're just going to have to learn that lesson if you want to keep moving forward. And that can be where that circle forms. Instead of learning the lesson, you just say, oh, okay, and you keep going. You ignore it, or maybe you choose what's easier, and then you're back in that circle. So next time you're faced with that lesson, that choice, you ask yourself, what would I normally not do? Maybe you think about it for a couple more minutes than you normally would and you 
keep in mind, you're mindful of where you would like to be and you make the choice that is most aligned with where you want to be. And that will align you a little bit better in the direction that you want to go. At a point, the path clears itself, but there is a point where you have to choose the path. It's difficult. Yeah. But what's on the other side? Not even what's on the other side, like the grass is greener. The grass is not greener. It's just, it's just not the same grass. There's always going to be snakes in the grass. There's always going to be dead patches. There's always going to be weeds. Always going to have to mow the lawn. Maybe you don't even want new grass. Maybe you just need to take care of the grass you have. Maybe you go somewhere where you can actually grow grass, grow trees, grow a garden, fertile soil, where you can plant seeds. You can't plant seeds in soil that is not fertile. Nothing's gonna grow. Not even grass, not even weeds. It's just gonna be dirt and rocks. Now, if you're in a patch of land like that, but that's what your backyard is, that's what your front yard is, that's what you live on. Maybe you set sights on getting to a place where you can plant seeds and something will grow. Maybe you create that, maybe you create that for yourself. Or maybe you start to revitalize that place. You throw some compost down. You work it a little bit. And you turn it into something where you can grow something. We always have options. There's the options to go buy new grass, revitalize the grass you have, go to a different patch of grass. There, you can do anything that you want because the how we get to where we want is going to be different for all of us. There's always going to be a plethora of options to choose from and routes to go and take the scenic route or you can take the straight route anything that you want to do is possible but you have to know where you're trying to get to so that you can start making choices that align with that and pick a pace that's going to allow you to get there safely with your mental health intact, with your body intact. And so when you get there, if you have a little bit of time left in life, maybe, you know, you get a little further. You, you stretch it to the end. You work. And you live and you experience and you, and you learn until the day that you can't anymore. That day will come for all of us. It's natural. That's what happens. Knowing that, that that's where we all end up. Every single one of us, whether we reach where we were trying to 
reach or not, we all end up in the grave. We all end up in some ashes. That's how it ends. We know how the story ends. But how do you want the story to play out? What's the plot like? Who are the characters in it? How does the main character develop and grow? Because we know how the story ends. What do you want the story to be filled with? How do we get to that end? That's where life is. The how. Not where. We know where. It's the how. Make it meaningful. Make it worth something. Whatever it is for you is up for you to decide. But we know where the story ends. So make the story worth reading.